Hi, guys. Welcome to today's episode of Coffee with Bobby. I am joined here today with Jill Eichmann. Jill Eichmann is Leela's co-founder and director of corporate training. She is a San Francisco Bay Area arts leader, entrepreneur, trainer, and community builder with over 20 years working in diverse roles, settings, industries, including corporate training, mental health, children and family support services, event planning, arts administration, and education. She is responsible for all sorts of client communication and managing Leela's team building offerings and professional training from design to delivery. Um, she has had numerous backgrounds in acting and psychology, and she's also an in-demand psychotherapist who continues to research and teach the psychological implications and therapeutic benefits of improvisations. Jill, you are incredible. Um, for those of you who do not know, Jill is actually my cousin and I've seen her transform from the ground up the levels of building a business and digging into the improv community and just supporting the arts for all of these years. So welcome to the show. How are you doing today? My like secret social media uh, advisor. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Thank you for all your help over the years. Yeah. Yes. Anytime, anytime more help coming. So Yay. Yay. how are you doing today? Doing okay. Yeah. Like it's, it's like feeling like fall finally in the Bay Area. Like we don't get much, much seasons, season changes. But today was like, woke up and it was kind of cold and we turned the heater on. So that was nice. Yeah. Oh, well, that's exciting. Yeah, I know. Since I, we're back in Indianapolis, it's like, ooh, the leaves are crunching, the heat's kicking on, like it's time to have a fire. So I'm totally getting all of those fall vibes going on. Uh Yes, I should show my coffee cup too. Yes. Ooh, nice. Almost, <laughs> match, almost matching today. I know. Mine's like a teal, like a light teal blue. What color is that? A white? White. Color? Yeah, it's like an off-white one. But yeah. Nice. We've yeah. got all sorts of them here at the house. So let's dive in a little bit. Um, you are a co-founder of Lele. You created this with your husband, and. Not only do you guys do improv shows, but you also have a teaching and learning community. And then you also have another section of team building and leadership with big name companies that we all know. Yeah. You've worked with Google and YouTube and Facebook, if I'm right. Have you worked? With yeah. 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 So all across the board, you want to tell us a little bit more about like how you got started and how you've seen it grow over the years? Sure, sure. Yeah, so my husband and I moved out to San Francisco in 2002. Yeah, 2002. Um, and when we moved out here, we, I moved out here to go to grad school. So there was a, a school in San Francisco, or still is a school in San Francisco, called California Institute of Integral Studies. Um, and they are like one of maybe two or three schools in the country that have uh, masters in drama therapy. So, you know, I kind of grew up as a theater geek, theater kid, always wanting to be on stage and got my theater degree. Uh, but after I graduated, I moved to New York and I was just like, just still like craving, like just the therapeutic aspect of, of theater and improv. I got involved with Upright Citizens, Upright Citizens Brigade in New York. If anybody's familiar with that, it's a, like an improv comedy school in New York. Um, but I, there wasn't like, it was, I learned a lot about comedy, which was so much fun, but uh -huh. 
that like connection aspect that I felt like theater and improv just give, gave me. And I was just like, how do, how do I unpack that? Like, how do I study that? I was just really curious about it. Um, so that's why I went to grad school for drama therapy uh, with the goal of like, um, just being like a more, having like a more like holistic approach to improv, you know, this is the, the most holistic school in the country, <laughs> California Institute of Integral Studies. Um, and uh, just thinking very mind, body, spirit about how you approach psychology and therapy. And so I was like, yeah, this feels like a good fit. So while I was going through school, I was like, you know, I really want to apply some of these things that I'm learning in real life and not just study it theoretically. Right. Right? So my husband, Chris was like, uh, he likes to tinker with like websites and just he likes to just like create infrastructure for projects so he's like let me build you a website and like we'll teach some classes you know and I was like uh -huh. okay, let's do it um, so we just started you know just teaching classes and sometimes one person would come <laughs> you know and sometimes five people would come and sometimes eight people would come and I just started just experimenting and trying some of these ideas out um, of like kind of how to, to approach improv and theater from like a more holistic approach. Yeah, yeah. And as you said, like it starts with that one person and it builds from there. I've been to one of your drop-in classes and like there were 30 people there. So out over the years, and then I've seen your classes like sell out and, you know, so now you come into these new subsects, but a big thing right now is, a lot of us are going through these life transformations and transitions of like, we're being forced in a direction to start something new. And it's very important not to forget that, you know, we all start at the bottom at different times. As hard as it is to see, we play that comparison game of like, you know, well, so-and-so is over here with a hundred thousand followers and they're getting brand deals or they're getting speaking deals or their classes are being booked out. When in reality, if you look back and you unpeeled all of the layers, they went through the same phase that you're going through right now. So like you've stuck with it, you've seen how it's changed over the years. And I feel like this gives inspiration to anybody who's starting out like, you know, you have to start from somewhere. Yeah, totally. Yeah, there was so much of what you just said. I just, I'm like nodding my head. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like as a business owner, like, you know, for anybody who's been in business longer than like six months, you know, you know, you know, like there's ups and downs. There's always ups and downs. It's not like, you know, an immediate hit and then you're a gazillionaire, you know, you got to go. Right. Yeah, you got to go through these trials. Um, and I think what's kept me humble over the years uh, is definitely been those bombs and, you know, those moments of feeling like I'm comparison my, comparing myself. Uh, but something in improv and in comedy is, is the bomb, is like embracing the bomb. Um, I haven't studied stand-up comedy, but I know a lot about it. Uh -huh. So much of stand-up comedy is, is definitely like celebrating the bomb. So like when you totally bomb on stage, like... Like you're actually looking to bomb, <laughs> you know? So then you can like exploit from there. Like, you know what doesn't work. Exactly. And it's really cool. Like I've talked to some stand-up comedians. There's like, you know, they'll have their, their set list of like their jokes that they want to try out. Um, and they'll actually like, they'll try something and see how the audience reacts. You know, so it's like market research. I mean, right. in this context, you know, it's just like, oh, let me do this joke about, you know, wh uh, when I was hanging out with my family and I'm Jewish and 
Oh, that's not landing with the audience. Okay, let me try this joke about <laughs> like being a Gen Xer. Ah, okay, I got a Gen X audience. That's cool. You know, right. like, so it's just like it's market research. Like, who is your audience? What's sticking with them? You know, and just like changing. You know, um, and I also think it's really important that I've learned is it's not just about like appealing to the crowd or appealing to the market, but it's it's a it's both. It's like making sure that it's true for you and you like resonate it and it feels good for you and it hits with an audience. It's gotta do, it's gotta do both. Yeah. Yeah. Hands down. This is totally true. So when you have to be authentic Mm -hmm. and yourself with your message, because if that's not there, then the message isn't going to stick with anybody. And then you have to feel how it's, um, reacting to your audience and customer base. So this is not only for the acting world, but anybody who is trying to make a brand known right now, you got to reverse engineer, as Gary Vaynerchuk says, of your ideal customer and how you're going to reach them. And then also like make sure it's still true to yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I was trying to say something something else. Oh, about like transforming during these times, right? Like online platform. I still remember there was like a couple months before the pandemic started, a student of mine who was like, like worked in the tech world. um, And he, I think he worked for like Kaiser, some kind of health company. I can't remember which Mm -hmm. one. And he took me out for coffee and he was like, I want to pick your brain about this idea that I have about doing online improv. And I was like, ugh. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, gross. What are you talking about? I don't want to have any part of it. And I sat with him and I talked with him and I was like, hey, listen, you know, I don't want to like poo poo your idea, you know, but like, I really believe that improv is about being in person in real time. And I felt like so much of Leela's success in the Bay Area, in the like San Francisco tech hub was it was giving people a place to be to interact in real time because everybody is behind screens all day. And there were so many people who just did not have any social skills in talking, right? So I have like, the reason why I got so many corporate gigs is I had managers who would reach out to me and be like, hey, my engineers, they don't know how to talk to each other. They don't know how to do a public, you know, presentation, you know, we need help. (laughs) They can type it out. They can, but when it comes to those interactions and those connections, you're right. Like it's not there when, especially, and then we're going into this as well. I don't know if you're going to hit it. Sorry for interrupting, but like we're hitting this with remote working as well right now is the lack of connection. Right. Right. And so like when I was talking to him, I was like, oh, gross. Like, uh, I don't know. And he's like, yeah, I hear what you're saying. But, you know, there's a lot of like communities that don't have improv and we're really trying to reach out to these other communities and like just give them like small little skills, you know, to practice some things and connect online because some people they can't connect in person. They have to connect online. I was like, "Mm," you know, okay, here's some ideas, (laughs) you know, that are coming to mind. But I I personally would never teach an improv class online. I remember telling him that never. You know, and then when this all happened, I was just like, what? Oh, my God. Like our business, it's done. Like this is this is my family's livelihood. It's a family business now. This is what we do. And I don't want to lose it. So it was it came from this place of like, I have to learn how to adapt online or my business is done. 
because I don't know how long this is going to last. Like I got to be prepared for the worst, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, Chris was just like, here, let me like Chris, who always does all the infrastructure <laughs> and all the production elements. He's like, okay, this is what we're going to do, Jill. I'm going to figure out zoom. I'm going to figure out how to do this, uh, how to do the whole infrastructure of teaching classes online, um, technically. And then you come up with some lesson plans and you, and you teach them. <laughs> and I was like, okay, let's go. <laughs> And we just, you know, every day, I think for two weeks, I taught an improv class online for free. And it was just like, and I kind of sold it as like a, an online gathering, online mm -hmm. improv community gathering. I was like, here's an opportunity for us to connect as just human beings, you know, just check in um, and also learn some improv skills and just like full transparency. I've never taught an online improv class before, so I'm learning too, you know, and that's why it's free, <laughs> you know, and, right. um, and th please give me any feedback, like what worked, what didn't work for you, you know, so I did that every night for two weeks and I learned a ton you know I learned a ton yeah um, and the biggest thing that I learned and I remember talking to another improv teacher about this because uh, he was experimenting mm -hmm. online too, he was like Jill like really figure out all the the at the the features of zoom you know all the different features like rather than see them as challenges see them as like games creative Ooh, like nice creative um what's the word I'm looking for like uh constraints like creative mm -hmm. constraints so like see how you can play with the start video stop video see how you can play with the mute button you know see how you can play with like all the different features of zoom the renaming feature can you play with that you know like all these different features and come up with like original games a little original improv games that people can play with so that was a huge like ah I'm inspired now like I just felt right as an artist, I was like a creative constraint. I get that. Um, and I'm going to just play with it. And I just like, just ideas started pouring out of me and I just kept on trying stuff. And it's been really fun. It's been super fun. Yeah. And that is amazing. And I know I've followed different um, thought leaders and everybody before. And there's this huge camp of, you know, you got to work for free and put yourself out there on different forms. And so this is a true testament to you as well. Like you're a stable entrepreneur, growing business, and yet you still have to do the free work for those two weeks until you really figure out what's going. And that transition that you've made is incredible because now you're doing like all of your classes online yeah. and improv teaching online and dropping classes online and you figured it out it may not be seamless right now right but you've a hundred percent figured out and in a sense figured out the game yeah exactly yeah and the game of business Right. And, and it helped my confidence too. like in order to really sell a team building class to a company, you know, a company like Google or Facebook, I got to know what I'm talking about. You know, like I got to be like, this is how it works online. If I'm like worried about it and scared about it, that's going to come across. So I need practice. You know? Right. Yeah. And like you said, that energy comes across. And even though we're not having face to face interactions, even in whether it's improv or day to day, if you're sitting behind a screen doing remote work all day, or you're just by yourself, you know, I've had friends, one of my good friends is in Madrid, and she, like we talked during the pandemic, she's like, 
I haven't seen an outside person for like weeks on end because she was living by herself. And I'm like, that boggles my mind. Like, that's crazy to me. Like one of the biggest blessings over this time for myself is being able to spend time with family. And even though it's not like close friends with us, but like having family and having that interaction has been key because I'm a people person. Like everybody knows like, Bobby's going to the coffee shop. She's going to come home with 12 friends today. (laughs) And it's totally true. And that's one of the things I'm like going on runs in Texas. And I'm like, okay, I need one of these random meetings. Like where's the inspiration coming from today? And come home from a run and be like, oh, I saw this couple today. I saw that one. Like, I don't know their names yet, but I see them every day. (laughs) Give me two more days and I'll meet them. Um, Yeah. I feel but, so similar. I'm such an extrovert too. Like, so that's, it's, this has been like a, a really hard time for extroverts right now, you know? Yeah. Right. But then like you innovate and that's why I started this show. It's like you, I can reach so many more people, bring your story to life. The other day I had people on from India and guests on and the UK. So those meetings would have cost thousands of dollars for me to pay for travel to get there. Whereas the ingenuity of just like, okay, I've got this phone, what can I do with it? Right, right. And really milk it, like milk the, the, the possibilities, yeah. Right, the, and the possibilities are endless. So with that being said, have you started to see a reach of Leela and Leela students outside of the Bay Area? Yeah, it's interesting. I'm starting to play in the global field too. Um, so. I just recently did a show this past Saturday. I got invited to do a show with the world of improv. <laughs> so, Tell us more. Monolithic. The world of improv. <laughs> and uh, so uh, a man by the name is of Asad Khan. Uh, I think he's from Mumbai. Yeah, Mumbai. Okay. He's a part of Improv Mumbai. He invited me to play. And he was, you know, I loved his his spirit because he was just like, hey, I want to see more improvisers playing across the world like uh i just i found some people online that i really respect as improv people that i've just been following mm-hmm. on facebook and i just put them on some teams um jill and and this other guy uh, his name's keith williams from north carolina he's like will you guys be the co-captains of your team and i was like sure and everybody was just like yes 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 um and then we just did a show on saturday and my group I, uh, we were called Across the Pond because it was a collection of uh, improvisers from UK and USA. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. And we just had such a blast. We came up with an, uh, an original improv format. We performed it. It was an hour-long show. Um, yeah, it was just so much fun and, you know, streamed it live on YouTube. And it was just like a really fun experience of like, let's just try something, you know? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Super fun. That is exciting. And that's something that you wouldn't have done previously. Like, yes, you've traveled to improv festivals, you've gone different places for it, but for a one-off thing for Assad to reach out and be like, you know what, I have this idea, you wanna come to India? And you're like, I got a company to run, I've got a daughter, a husband, like who's gonna run the rest of the business? Like, let me just go take a quick international flight to India. Exactly. And like some of these things, you know, you would have been like, yeah, I don't think so. I'll pass on this opportunity. 
And today you're like, okay, well, you know, this is possible. There is a way to make this work. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So with that, and you've started to say also that more people, have you seen like after doing the worlds of improv, have you seen like more international people come over to the Leela site or come to your drop-ins or anything like that? Yeah, I'm trying to think about that. I mean, I think at the beginning, when this all started, we had a lot more uh, folks just like trying stuff and come into different drop-in classes. And I thought I found it kind of interesting because it was mostly other teachers, like other improv teachers mm-hmm. or improv business leaders who were trying to figure it out as well. So they would come to my drop-in class and, you know, what's she doing? <laughs> Let's see if I can learn something. Right. You know? so I think we had a lot more international people at the beginning. Um, but I haven't. I haven't noticed recently. I am a part of a Facebook call, group called Improvisational Theater, uh, like Worldwide Players, um, and I've gotten some hits from that. Like people have come to my class, but I think specifically, like with the with our time zone, the Pacific, uh-huh. time zone, I think is not super friendly with a lot of different time zones. So, you know, I we've thought about maybe offering it at different times. I don't know. One of our big things business wise we've been trying to do is uh is try to stay as consistent as uh, as similar as we were in person you know okay so that way it's like an easy transition um but it could be another offering at a different time zone i don't know i haven't quite thought about that so i guess the answer to your question is yes we've had some <laughs> some international folks but mostly but mostly bay area or specific okay. time zone yeah. And with your classes right now, mm-hmm. since you've transitioned from in-person to Zoom classes, now are you, since you do like, for those of you who don't know, Leela has a variety of levels of improv classes. So if you're a beginner, you have to start at the beginning level. And if you're coming in advanced, you're like, well, I don't want to start at the bottom. <laughs> then you start higher up. Yeah. Uh, but for these teachings, are you doing it 100% live or are you starting to to transition into a platform like Teachable or Masterclass mm. to have these like recordings yeah. already and then have like group times to meet? Yeah, we haven't tried that yet. No, everything we've done has been, what do they call it? Synchronous rather than asynchronous. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So um yeah, everything we've, we've done has been synchronous learning. And I think that's just been like a huge belief of mine of like improv is all about the act of doing it and being in the moment and right. experiential learning, right? Um, it's like uh, you could go read a book about improv, which is great. I have a lot of books about improv, but what we as Lila want to offer is just like the real time, the experience. Yeah. And so I haven't done that yet, but you're giving me ideas. <laughs> it might be something to look at. Um, and it's something that could also help other people if you're in a different time zone or you want to learn at your own pace, but then also have the added benefit of whether it's a specific Facebook group and you're going to have meeting times and then that's where you really get to play and engage. Uh, we do have a, an improv Facebook group, and that's something maybe after this coffee we can chat about. Uh, but I've been trying yeah. to my best to get more engagement in that community group. Um, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, you know, just like, you know, you got to fail <laughs> and learn from it, right? Um, but I, I do some like little like um, 
like let's play an improv game you know like mm -hmm. you know let's tell a, a story one word at a time and then people would comment one word at a time until we create a story so that's or, or post a fun meme or you know when everybody started playing with avatars on facebook like give us your avatar right. you know yeah, make your avatar and post it, you know, so that that's been fun to just keep our community going. Um, and I've been trying to think of just other ways to connect with the community online. And that way, and that's, that's not a class, but it's still right. Fun. Yeah. And that's something different that we're not seeing every day from like companies and groups is that engagement have just, you know, bringing joy to somebody's life. And I know I've been preaching this on Instagram and all, here on Facebook as well, but joy is contagious. Yeah. And I don't know if you're a fan of Gabby Bernstein's work, but oh, sure. yeah, yeah, she's amazing. But okay. I was recently on one of her webinars and she was like, the joy that you have is absolutely contagious. It, it just keeps going. And, you know, we all celebrate, um, yeah, we've got kitchen lunchtime going on, work at home, like, yeah, uh, real life. This is what's happening, people. <laughs> so you, your joy is contagious. And a lot of times we've been seeing where people, you know, like want to hold back their personal joys because they see that their friends are going through a harder, more difficult time. And they don't see it like, if I celebrate this, then it's gonna make Susie mad. Or Susie's gonna look at it and be like, oh, I don't know. Like, why are they celebrating? Like, don't they see what I'm going through here? And the joy that we have in life is contagious. So if you're sharing it, whether it's in a Facebook group or starting something that'll make people think or bring humor to their life or be like, oh, this is what it was like again to have that improv in my life once a week or twice a week and then they'll start sharing that with friends and their friends are going to be like oh well you know what like this happened to me too and it made me really happy mm -hmm. and it just goes on and on so as a whole and a collective I've seen a lot of people suppressing their joys yeah. but if we start bringing that back then we're going to start getting that higher energy level and yeah. so forth coming out Totally interesting. Yeah, yeah. I see that in our improv classes, too, when people are like, you know, fully expressing themselves, you know, and then they're like, oh, I, I can't do that, you know. Um, and especially with corporate team building, like I, you know, that's that's something that often I, I, I'm kind of like the, the, the surrogate or right? <laughs> the midwife. People joy at work because I think that that's another thing is like I have to hide my real self at work for whatever reason that feeling like I have to just be productive and not be myself and you know I I feel like in the Bay Area we we have a lot of companies that are are big cheerleaders for being yourself which is great right but it doesn't happen at all companies you know um, and when people experience that when they experience improv I truly believe that uh, spontaneity is the path to authenticity. Because if you're just doing non-edited, like first response impulses, you're going to be yourself, you know, yep. like not pre-calculating what you're going to say to make sure that it's likable by others and you're just spitting it out, um, then you're going to be yourself. You can't hide from, you can't hide from yourself <laughs> in those moments. Right. You just are, you just are. Um, and when people experience that with their team that they work with, 
you know, it's just like, oh, this feels so good. Can we do this again together? Right. <laughs> I don't want to not be myself anymore with my team because that experience felt so good, you know? Yeah. And that, like, you hit the nail on the head on that. And why I laugh is because, like, I have learned, like, I don't work in standard office environment because that just is like prison sentence to me. And I know you're the same way. So, like, when I hear that of like just suppressing your natural self, it just makes me want to scream and run the other way because I'm like, this does not feel natural. I don't want to be involved with it. Don't make me go there. (laughs) Right. Like, just let me pack my suitcase and load it up in the van and I'll go run an event and just be my happy self. Right. Right. (laughs) So yes. And when you can bring that to life to others who have never experienced that before. And I say never because there, I know for a fact, there's a lot of people who like have this other idea of like, this is my work person. And then here's my true person that I am at home and with friends and family. And it's quite divided. Whereas I believe as a whole, like you should be the same person. Like, why do you have this secondary self of yourself that's like, I never do this. And then you go home and you do just what you said that you never do before. So, yeah. Yeah. And like another, you know, foundational rule of improv is like extreme support. So if, you know, in a beginning level improv class, as well as the corporate training I do with anybody who's never taken an improv class, like the fundamental thing, and it takes about an hour to get people to just practice this one skill, which is doing the first thing that comes to mind, just like go for it, your impulse, and then everybody else extremely support that person in expression, right? In expressing that impulse and like vocally and enthusiastically supporting Mm -hmm. it. So what happens is you get this kind of like feedback loop of like, oh, okay, I did that, I did that, and I did that, and my team still supported it. So I guess I can do this too. <laughs> and I guess right. I can do this too, because so far they've kept supporting me, right? So, you know, in the Bay Area tech world, like I, I make the argument in the case of like, you want to learn how to be innovative, which is Silicon Valley, like right. do improv, right? Because the more that your team supports your ideas and the initial impulse, the knee jerk response is yes, the more your team is going to take risks, right? because they're gonna feel safe to take risks, and mm-hmm. risks right? So um, I, get, I guess what I'm, I don't know where I'm going with the answer to the question. <laughs> it's like, it's a two part, it's a two part equation. You need both. It's not just you going, here's my idea, I'm confident. It's making sure that you get that feedback from your team or your, the people that you're with at work, you know, whatever, that you get that support or it's, it's not gonna work. Exactly. And the support is key. Like no matter what you do in life, Mm -hmm. whether you're an artist, whether you're in the Bay Area working Silicon Valley tech, whether you have a new idea as a teacher and you're trying, like you need the support of the parents or your students. And then you also need the support of the other teachers around you, especially if you're doing something that's outside of the norm and any field like you're not only preaching to like Silicon Valley and the tech world on this leadership team building. This is like every day we all need the support. We all need to feel loved. We need to see that joy. 
And there's nothing wrong with saying, you know, hey, here's my idea. Right. What do you think of it? Yeah. Or like, will you support me in this venture? Right. And it's yeah. something that a lot of us need to be able to ask of others and be feel confident and supported. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Another like thing that I've been doing these days with our online classes is we've been doing like some four week specialty classes mm -hmm. you know, just to like, rather than our normal six week level classes, like, Oh, what's something that we can specifically do on the online platform and market to a large group of people. Um, and I was like, I want to make sure that these classes speak to what we're all experiencing right now. And maybe like, maybe like um, a skill that could use some practice and change the world, you know, <laughs> so, right. you know, and like help us like get out of the situation right now. So I taught a four week class called support moves because I was like, Hey, what's the fastest way for us to get out of this experience? Like mm -hmm. wear a mask and <laughs> you know, like <laughs> support each other, you know, donate right. that need some help right now. Like we need to stop thinking so selfishly and a great skill for improvisers that we practice at Leela is support support impulses like making sure that not only are we we coming from a impulsive place but it's not it's not just impulsive it's supportive impulse so every, every time that we're spontaneous we're making sure that we're coming from other focus which is making sure that we're supporting the other players on stage right so i did a whole four-week class on support moves and at the beginning of the class i was like okay let's do a quick check-in how have you supported others today <laughs> you know <laughs> And that's the accountability that we need in our life. Yeah, because I really believe that, you know, the best improvisers that I've seen are kind of the best human beings, you know, mm -hmm. because it just it's these improv skills of like being spontaneous and support moves, support impulses, like they come more naturally on the improv stage if that's just who you are. You don't have to like learn a whole new rubric of being a human, <laughs> you know, because you right are that human you already are that human right or you've practiced being that human mm -hmm. so it's very you know integral like doing it on the improv stage and then doing it out in the life like it all bleeds together yeah oh i love it i love it um jill do you have any books or podcasts that have like really helped you during this time or maybe it's a favorite one that you've had in the past that's also applicable to today for somebody? Hmm. I haven't been listening to many podcasts lately, like, um, but recently I've been getting into Wayne Dyer, you know, Ooh, nice. oh, like the attraction stuff. Yeah. Um, and I just listened to his, an interview with him. I can't remember where it was, but what I was so struck by is, uh, I don't know if you know much about his background, but he was, he was like an orphan. He was in an orphanage. Um, and had like a really tough life um, as a kid, but just always had this like resiliency, right? Inside of him of like, I, you know, I'm just gonna make it work. I'm just gonna mm -hmm. do something about it, right? So he's kind of somebody who's really studied like resiliency and tapping into your own resiliency. So that just really spoke to me right now, like what we're all dealing with, yeah. For sure. Yeah. So I highly recommend that as well. Like I've listened to some of his work as well. So yes, yeah. go listen to that. If you guys are like, I don't know, this sounds crazy. Uh, my life is awful right now. Go check out Wayne Tire. Mm -hmm. It'll help. Totally. For sure. Yeah. 
Uh, Jill, is there anything else that you would like to share with the audience today before we wrap up? Um, yeah, I guess I could like plug to like another another Facebook Live that I've been doing, and I'm hoping yes. to be on the sh on my show soon. Uh, is called the Friendship Show. Uh, this is a project that I started before COVID times. That was like a live theatrical audience interactive show. Uh, and then when this all happened, I was like, oh, my friendship show. <laughs> uh, but then I was like, no, you know, use that like adaptation. And I was like, I can still do this online and this is how I'm going to do it. So what I do is I um, interview a real life friend uh, and we do 15 minutes of friend um, and I interview them on a certain facet of friendship and then we do some improv about it. So we ins are inspired by our discussion and we do some improv inspired by that. So that's on Tuesdays. 11.45 Pacific time. Yeah, The Friendship Show. Awesome. And you guys can find that here on Facebook. Just Google The Friendship Show. They have their own page to it. Jill, where can we find more information about you and about Leela? What are your social handles? Sure. Okay. So social handles. So website, of course, is great. So Leela, L-E-E-L-A dash, like a hyphen, SF, as in San Francisco.com. Um, we're also on Facebook, Leela SF. Uh, we're doing our shows on Saturday nights at Leela SF um, on YouTube. We stream them to YouTube. Um, yeah, so we're mostly on Facebook. And then I'm also on LinkedIn, Jill Eichmann. And then I'm with Bobby's help. You're, you're going to help me get on <laughs> yes. live, get uh, active on Instagram. <laughs> Yes. Get this Gen Xer on, on Instagram. Yes. And this will also be uploaded to Instagram and you can follow Jill on Instagram. She'll be tagged in the video as well as at Jill Eichmann underscore actor. So follow Jill, keep up on all things happening in the improv world. Also in the business world, Jill's always sharing like new happenings and team buildings and just new ideas, very innovative. And I'm so glad to have you on the show today, Jill. So thank you for joining me for coffee. I can't wait to see everything amazing that's happening for you and Chris and Autumn. Like it's going places. So I can totally see it and I totally feel it. Um, for those of you watching today, thank you so much for joining us. Enjoy your day, enjoy your cup of coffee and we'll see you soon. Bye guys.